Dear friends, I believe that one of the greatest scenes in all the Word of God was just before the Saviour went to the cross. He spent a night in prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's one of the most humbling and heart-searching scenes, I believe, in all the Word of God. The Son of God, about to be betrayed into the hands of sinners, about to go to the cross, about to bear the sins of his people, about to display the greatness and the majesty of the love of God in a way that only the cross could display. The Saviour went to a garden. And we read about that in Matthew's Gospel, Mark's Gospel, and also the Gospel according to St. Luke. And I just want to read those verses in Luke's Gospel, chapter 22 and verse number 39. And he came out and went as he was wont. That means it was his habit to do so. He came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives. And his disciples followed him. That is the mark of a disciple. A disciple is a follower, a student of Jesus Christ. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And they followed the Lord into the garden. His disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed. And here's our text for today. Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. This is the Saviour before going to the cross, in the garden, afresh surrendering and consecrating his life, his soul, his all to the will of the Father, and going to the cross to bear the sins of his people. And in the garden of Gethsemane, we see the Lord's humanity, the reality of his humanity. As he looked into that cup, and that cup speaks about the wrath of God for our sins. And that cup was going to be poured out Upon the Son of God, as one old Puritan said, he drank damnation dry. And yet everything that that cup represented was an absolute opposition to the sinless nature that he displayed. Our sins and the wrath of God for our sins in that cup and the sinless, spotless Lamb of God in the Garden of Gethsemane. We see the Lord here, as it says in Philippians taking upon himself the form of a servant, being made obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And in that garden, it was the dark night of the soul. Elsewhere, it says in Scripture, his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling to the ground. He was in an agony. He prayed earnestly. He prayed more earnestly. And it was not easy for the Savior to go to the cross. He didn't try to back out of it. But it was not easy. It involved absolute surrender to the will of the Father. Nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. The dark night of the soul. Now, there's no Christian experience that could ever really compare to the depths of Gethsemane and to the depths of the cross at Golgotha. But there is a sense in which believers often experience the dark night of the soul. Whenever there are things that the Lord places before us that maybe go against the grain, cut against the grain, 
and be look at them and be say, Father, if thou be willing, take this away from me. But we have to absolutely surrender ourselves to him. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. You know, the lovely truth of it is, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, that we have a high priest, and this great high priest is touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. And if we follow the footsteps and the footprints of the Saviour into that Garden of Gethsemane, we see a man who in love to his Father and in love to the souls of his church, the souls of his people, surrendered himself completely to go to the cross and to become our substitute and our sin bearer. And I believe, therefore, that as God's people, as disciples, we need to follow in his footsteps. First Peter reminds us that Christ has left us an example that we should follow in his steps. And maybe you're facing the dark night of the soul in your own experience. Maybe you feel very lonely. And like the Savior, you're exceeding sorrowful. And you're weak and you've been praying and seeking the face of God and he's brought you to this place. Pray that prayer. Father, not my will, but thine be done. If you do not bear a cross, you cannot wear the crown. May God encourage you today. May God strengthen you. And may God enable you to really walk with God in these days. Beloved, thanks for listening. Share this with your friends and loved ones. Maybe a believer going through some struggles, but I encourage you to read those accounts in the Gospels of the Lord in the garden before he went to the cross. See you next time. God bless you.